Greetings, friends. Hello, friends. Greetings. I'm Go so happy I'm back. Ellie's We're so back. happy to be back, too. From the beautiful land of Italy. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. It's fun. Okay, um, guys, we're going to jump right in. We're really excited. Um, we have we, a ton to cover. We have a lot of material to cover, so buckle up. Hope you brought something to write with, because this is... This is our podcast. Um, okay, so we asked for suggestions, and someone asked if we would talk about depression and anxiety, which, as you all know, is a big topic, and it's very, like, oversaturated, but the biggest thing is mm. we didn't want to just talk about struggles, but we wanted to talk about actions. We are not licensed therapists. We don't know everything in the world, but we have struggled with these things. We've had friends who've struggled with these things. So we want to talk about things that we've experienced, things that we've done to help friends. And like I said, at the end of the day, hopefully you hear something that can help you take action. Um, so we're each, so Ella is mostly going to talk about how you can help like a friend or things you can do. Jen's going to talk about her experience with it. Um, whatever else she wants to say. And I study psychology and I've worked um, a lot in the mental health field as well as had my own experience with it. So we're all gonna just kinda talk about those separate things. Yeah. Um, let's start? see, yeah, Jen, are you? Yeah, what are you gonna yeah, start? Yeah. Me. Sure, okay, hey friends. So I was diagnosed with quite a few different mental quote unquote disorders. I Just like thinking of, yeah, Just the word, yeah, and even the word disorder just literally means it's not in order, it's something's out of order, or it's out of the ordinary, oh, and I think that's I like really that. dope, so instead of looking at it as like an illness, I just think, wow, this is cool, my brain works like this, other I'm people's works like this, Yeah, cool, and I like thinking of it that it just adds a little color to my life, some challenges, but like challenges are cool, anyway. So I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression and a few other things (laughs) a couple years ago, but I uh, am very happy to say that I am no longer depressed. What that meant for me, too, is like being suicidal basically every day where my emotional stockpile was so low that my response to anything that was like remotely like bad or negative was immediately like oh I should just kill myself or Mm. I would rather not be alive or I'm like planning ways to murder myself and this literally was until like maybe a year ago or so that it lasted and it like started when I was um probably a teenager but I didn't really understand and it didn't get bad till a couple of years ago so I think one of the biggest things I want to say that I have learned, because my mom was talking to me about this, she was like, how do you, like, with someone, someone dealing with depression, I just felt like these are the things that, I broke it down to like six things, and I was like, the first thing is nothing is wrong with you, just so you know, if you're struggling with anxiety or depression, nothing is wrong with you, and you're beautiful, and you're perfect the way that you are, you aren't anxiety, you aren't depression, these are things you're dealing with, but you yourself, Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with you. Second thing is, I really believe that anxiety and depression are triggered through thoughts, And so the faster you can get to the core root of whatever thoughts are triggering these emotions, whatever thoughts are um, shaping your reality, whatever thoughts are creating this reality for you, the faster that's what really helped me is dealing with people who could help me get to the 
core root of these things. So the next thing is seeking help. And um, another thing too is make sure you exercise. I know that sounds so like and it's duh. not like get some hot body. Yeah, you know? no, it's not even Move about that. Body. In fact, yeah. I'm such a big believer in like don't weigh yourself. Yes. Don't even. Same. I think yeah. yes. I agree. Yeah, yeah, don't don't. Yeah, we are. That's why we're today, friends. Oh, I'm going on tangent. Yeah, do it. No, go go go. go, go. <laughs> well, I was just thinking today. I was like, I'm not even gonna teach my kids weight. Yeah, like. What is that? What, what, what they hear their friends be like? Oh, I weigh this month. I want my kids to be like. What? That yeah. Okay. Yeah, and be like, that's I love that yes. Yeah. Like, like, what's a scale? Yeah, what's yeah. a scale? I'm yeah, sorry, what's cares? a scale? Yeah, but exercise, like, now that I've, like, come on the other side, and I hear people being like, yeah, I'm so anxious, or I'm so depressed, like, do you exercise now? Then I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Go run a mile. Like, and not in a, not in a way that I'm like, Ugh, but, like, literally cannot stress enough how important exercise is. It is more important than just about anything like really it does so much good to your body to your brain to get moving and to help you be filled with endorphins because I think depression is a loss of hope and a loss of like happiness and whatever and it's so hard so get to a gym class do whatever and then anxiety for me I just take it as information and I thank my body for sending me information even depression oh, I was like wow. okay thank you for this information mm. I'm gonna like sit with it and now when That's I beautiful. get like super anxious like because I, I remember the first time I had a panic attack a panic attack I thought I was dying and oh, I was yeah. sitting in the temple and I was like I, I think I'm dying like my heart was racing I thought I had a heart attack I was like I I think this is the end and then I was like oh that was just a, my first panic attack but now I just take it as cool I like having control and when I don't feel in control I start really like overthinking and then I get super anxious and then because I get super anxious it causes all these adverse effects and now huh. and so one thing that's really helped me is yoga I'm talking so much but I just I'm no, like oh, please keep I going. just like I just want people not to be depressed and I really don't think you have to wait till like the rest resurrection like no really there's hope and healing right now there's actionable things yes. that you can do yes and and yoga for me was everything to teach me how to connect with my breath mm-hmm. like ellie knows we all know like yeah, and so in these moments of anxiety or depression one of my therapists taught me that all I have is now, and my natural state is joy, and I connect back with my breath. Depression often stems from, for me, it was kind of this, like, loss of, I didn't see a way out, nothing was changing, I kept seeing the same results, and so something that I'd also say, if you're in a funk, is just to, like, look for ways you can start enjoying your life, and trust in the process, that this is part of, like, a growth process, that the you'll come out of it and I've seen in my life I'm like wow yeah that was a crappy past couple of years and all these things but I grew so much and God was working a miracle in my life without me seeing it and now I'm reaping the rewards Mm -hmm. so yeah exercise getting real with your thoughts seeking help and I hope you get to be with people that will validate the pain. I felt like when I was first diagnosed, it, this was like before it was like a big thing. Like, and uh, and by big thing, I just mean it wasn't as prevalent. So my parents didn't know how to react and they were kind of like, Ugh. and I realized now like all I wanted for them was to be like, Jen, wow, that must be so hard. And so now when people say that, I just, I'm like, empathy goes 5,000 miles. Just validating people and their hard experience. For me, as soon as someone did that, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right, but 
it's fine. Like, I'll be okay. And I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Oh, um, yeah, okay. as soon as someone validates it, it makes it be like, oh, yeah, but, like, don't worry. Like, it's okay. But when people don't validate it, all I think is, like, oh, it my It makes gosh. it seem more foreign yeah. and almost, like, mysterious. Yeah. So, like, I'm the only one thinking so about this. so hard yeah. or so, like, unbearable. And then yeah. as soon as people validate your pain, it's almost like, Oh, like, well, first, the first time I dated this boy that the relationship ended up being so bad, but honestly, I'm like, God placed me in his life just so he could, like, be the first person ever to be like, Jen, that is so rough, and I cried, and I was like, Mm. no one said that, because no one knew what to do with me. When I was like, Mom, I have this, they're like, well, if you tried harder, if you cared more, if you did that, like, ugh, all of the wrong things. Anyway... Well, that's, no, that's that's my one bit that I yeah. wanted to say when I've been through, like, either a wave of depression or anxiety, whether it's been from something traumatic or it's just, I mean, there's a level of trauma to a lot of our life experiences. And I think sometimes we think, oh, I, I it's not from, like, a death or, like, something crazy. Yeah. No, there, there, there can be a level of trauma in a lot of things. But I kept telling myself what Jen just mentioned. I was like... Well, if I believe in Jesus Christ more, then I will figure it out. If I exercise enough, then I will figure it out. So I love that Jen talked about a lot of things that can help, but she talked about a lot of things. There's not just like one solution that if you do that, it will fix. I think it's a combination and a trial and error of doing a lot of different things. But for me, it was like, well, if I work hard enough in school and get straight A's, then I surely will not be this depressed, you know? But like, obviously that's not a thing, you know? So I... But what I wanted to talk about was, like, how to help a friend. And I think that is reminding them. Like, I really like what Jen said is, like, taking it as, like, you know, like, let's say you're feeling all these really difficult emotions instead of being like, oh, I'm depressed or, oh, like, a like system shut down, like, freak out. Yes, you do need to acknowledge it. In no way is any part of this podcast saying that you need to ignore your emotions. We just want to talk about how to react to them. So let's say that like a friend is sharing with you these types of emotions. One way that's helped me and one way that I've tried to help friends is A, obviously listen, but B, talk about what they already are. So my mom like gave me this storybook that was like you might dream of like growing up one day and becoming like the most wonderful this and this or or you might want to be this and this and then at the end of each like little section it says you already are oh so i think sometimes with depression and anxiety we're like i just wish that i could be better at i don't know i'm i'm like really struggling with things i don't know for me like school like i just wish that i could be like better at learning. I wish that I could be a better friend. I wish I could be better at dating. I wish I could be better at making friends or whatever it is. I know those are all very surface level examples and that depression and anxiety can be rooted in a lot deeper things. But tell yourself what you already are. Like, you already are a strong person. Yes, you're feeling really complex emotions right now. You're feeling really anxious about things. You're feeling triggered from things that really hurt you. And you want to be strong, but you already are strong for recognizing this. You're already strong for being here. And so telling a friend, I think, like, let's say I'm talking to Ellie. Like, Ellie, like, I'm glad you talked to me about this. But just know that, like, this doesn't negate who you are as a person. Like Jen said, like, you, this doesn't define everything about you. Like, you can be strong and be independent and be creative and still be depressed sometimes. 
you can be very intuitive and patient and hardworking and still be anxious sometimes. I think sometimes when we experience these things, we're like, I am depression. Like, this is all that I am. And I know that it's going to feel like that. But I think as a friend, helping the friend step away from the problem enough that they can realize, like, all right, like, yes, I'm feeling anxious. Or I did something stupid today. Or I could have done better at this. But I'm Ella. And I'm still beautiful. And I still work hard. And I still am true to the friends that I do have. And I take the opportunities that do come to me. And while I had this one experience that was triggering to me, or I feel really stupid right now, that doesn't negate all of these other really wonderful things. Yeah. So I think, and and once again, I don't want to be one of those people who's like, well, count your blessings. <laughs> like, that actually yeah. pisses me off. And people are like, I'm sad. They're like, well, name three things you're grateful for. Mm. I'm like, uh, whoops, like, it's not that easy. I <laughs> used to hate that my mom would be like, yeah. the gratitude switch, but I will say no. That's really it, important. It does help. Yes. But I think also focusing on what someone is, because I know mm. sometimes it's hard to look at a situation because it could be true. Like, you could be in a really bad situation, but who we are intrinsically can't be changed by a situation Mm -hmm. well things can come and go like depression can come maybe for a long time or so can anxiety or so can these problems who you are deep down inside like you already are those really strong and beautiful things and you always will be Mm -hmm. and it's because of depression and anxiety that you can handle those things so I know that maybe sounds really cliche but I know that that's helped me when I freak out and I'm like, no, everyone hates me. This is stupid. People are just being nice to me. It doesn't really matter. Like, I don't deserve this opportunity. Mm. Like, my close friends have done a good job of being like, hey, no. Like, you are getting this opportunity. Like, yes, you're anxious or yes, it's stressful. Or like, I understand you're really depressed about this right now. But think of like all the things that you have done. So I think as a friend, just helping them. Imagine you're like standing next to a wall and it's really close to you, and you can't see what it is, but the second that you take a few steps away, you can see the entire wall. So I feel like sometimes depression or anxiety is like having your face up next to this wall, and all you can see is what's right in front of you, and you can't see a lot of detail, you just know that it's right there and that you can't move forward. But I think having a friend to help you step back and seeing everything else that's on that wall in the bigger picture can really help. Mm. Ellie, take it away. Okay, so... um. I used to work at a treatment center and I am a trauma sensitive yoga teacher. And so I work with depression and anxiety. I used to daily now, probably four times a week. Um, so first let me just tell you about my own experience. I, uh, have, had or was diagnosed with depression in high school and then was diagnosed with anxiety when I was 24 um but I think I I was anxious even before then um and so kind of what I did is I would just freak out I would just I didn't know what to do. Um, My depression, I just powered through and then I would just manifest in me being angry with other people. 
and um, with my anxiety it was just the same just tried to like power through and mm -hmm. it just like manifested in anger mm -hmm. so then I found um, I don't know I don't really know what I want to say about that just know that if you are struggling with it you're not alone and now I'll tell you more of what I do know so when someone is anxious or someone is depressed uh, it is very important to create space mm. um, and what I mean by that is allow for that to be there for that anxiety and that depression to be there um, and you can ask yourself where is it ask yourself what am I feeling um, and try and go deeper than I'm just depressed or I'm just anxious and then ask yourself what thoughts, Jen kind of talked about this, but what thoughts um, and beliefs are leading to this feeling? And then what beliefs about myself continue to fuel mm. this feeling of depression and anxiety? And then since depression and anxiety are usually undesirable, right? I, tr I say usually because... Um, I try and make people empowered over how they feel and I don't want to put a label on how you're feeling and what your experience is. Um, but challenge those feelings that are creating or leading you to feel anxious and depressed. Um, another beautiful way to learn more about yourself and to avoid the reaction of what can happen through anxiety and depression like I said when I feel anxious or depressed my reaction is to kind of harm others I don't know if that is because I'm myself feeling so harmed and hurt mm. um, but what was I saying oh so to Okay, so instead of reacting, um, become an observer of what's, mm. of what's happening. Um, and hold, there's this book called You Are Here. I'm going to recommend to uh, a book and a podcast that is, so Oprah's podcast, uh, Super Soul Conversations. So good. She's right now having, e, I don't, I'll say his name wrong. Um, let me look it up. It's, his name is Eckhart Tolle. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yeah. that right. Yeah, I don't know. But um, his Tolle. book is called, oh, Tolle, yeah. yeah. Uh, his book is called A New Earth, and right now Oprah is reviewing it chapter by chapter. And that it's that's enlightening. And then the book You Are Here teaches you how to observe uh, your feelings and learn to stay in the present. So in the book, it can talk about depression, right? And it says, depression, I see you. I'm creating space for you. Mm. Um, I love you. Or let me hold you. Or just treating the feeling, the anxiety, the depression with compassion. And almost like Jen said, it's not who you are. It's just something that's going on. This does not define you. It's just what is happening right now. 
And I I think the biggest space to find healing is human connection. Um, In my yoga classes, so Ella taught... talked about trauma and anxiety and depression can definitely lead to trauma and how you heal trauma is a huge way is through human connection um being mindful as well but really human connection so keep the people that you trust close reach out to them and even if they don't have the right thing to say just knowing that someone's here you can even reach out to us please like Mm -hmm. you we've told you we've struggled with it and it's nice to just know you're not alone yeah and i love what you said about creating space for it and maybe creating space for it even if all you can do let's say you you really feel like you don't have someone to talk to though listen to a podcast like the mm-hmm. podcast that Ellie talked about, or, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, listen to our podcast and then that it's going to solve all your problems, but mm-hmm. I think but definitely th- this reach out. This is why we have our podcast. Yeah. We mm-hmm. want to, like, have a conversation with you guys. Yeah. Feel like you have a group of girls rooting for you, which we are. Yeah, and I just want to share this quote. It's so cheesy and so cliche, but it says, when you're in a dark place, you sometimes tend to think you've been buried. Perhaps you've been planted bloom oh not cheesy and i really really like that because if you're listening to this podcast and you've struggled with this you can pat yourself on the back because you're here and you're blooming and the fact you're blooming that you're taking an action to seek out further light and upliftment and conversation and connection through a podcast whether it be ours or someone else's or talking to a friend create that space for it like recognize where you are um but yeah I just really like that that like look look at where you have been planted and realize that like I don't know there there is opportunity to create space for it I don't feel like that really is like all connected well no I do but hopefully something that we said did Jen any last thoughts um, yeah, I just am really grateful for both of you girls. I love everything you shared. And I, I was just thinking, so something else that's really helped me, um, you can Google this, is an emotional fingerprint, and everyone has one. And this guy breaks it down into, like, seven different categories. And we each have different things that, like, make us feel alive or take care of our emotional needs. And not everyone is the same. It's like a unique combination for each person. And um, Ella talked about something before we started recording about this book she's reading or just finished, the Girl Wash Your Face book. And Mm -hmm. at the end, it was like 20 thoughts that are ruining your life. Or what was it? It's 20 different lies that we tell ourselves. And then she talks about what her life was like when she believed it and then like how she overcame it. Yeah, the one that I loved was the one of waiting for a hero. And I literally was thinking this yesterday of how often in my life I thought, well, I won't have to deal with this if this happens. If that happened, I won't have to deal mm-hmm. with this. Wow, this, like, weakness of mine, well, somebody else can come in and do whatever. And I've been really trying to focus more on, like, yeah, but 
no, these problems aren't going to go away. Another person isn't going to take away my problems. Mm-hmm. I'm my hero. I get or to figure this out. Or save you from your depression. Or yeah, or save us from, yeah, from anything. And so I just That's, think. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, the, the emotional fingerprint is really bomb. And it helped give validation to myself. Something that just came to mind that might be lame, but I advise everyone to do. Create a Pinterest board of all the things that you love. Combine your dream house, your dream clothes, everything. I think oftentimes our Pinterest board, we like categorize them. But I advise making one board that's just like all this stuff. So when you look at it, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so me. And I just feel like that so helps if you're feeling in a rut or stuck or you don't love yourself or whatever. So figure out emotional fingerprint exercise listen to thoughts and also just do know yoga. yeah do yoga it helps with anxiety time I can't even tell you and then just just know that you're enough right now that you're mm-hmm. perfect right now in this moment uh, and okay the last thought I know I'm being no, so please, long-winded you're but the last thing is like we have this idea that our worth is based off of productivity or mm-hmm. that we're successful mm-hmm. if we're extremely productive or like our worth is based on our level of money or achievement but really it's not productivity doesn't necessarily or even like being busy doesn't even mean yeah. productive or like being busy no. doesn't mean that your life has more value like I think there's such beauty and stillness and appreciating no, the moment and I'll just add on to it super yeah. quick we also guys we gave ourselves a 20 minute time limit it's 24 minutes oh, so yeah. please don't sue us um <laughs> but in girl wash your face so it's Rachel Hollis and if you guys go read that book she also has a podcast I listened to the audiobook in like less than a week I was obsessed with it but one of her other so she so like each chapter is a lie the chapter I was telling Jen about that she just mentioned is the lie that I need a hero in order to change my life um and this other one that she talked about shiz I just forgot what was it the what were stillness you the not stillness yes okay sorry so she was talking about um mothering and parenting and so like obviously not something I can directly relate to but what I did relate to she said A lot of people will say, well, I wasn't a successful mom today because I didn't bake this and I didn't finish the laundry and I didn't clean the whole house and I could have done this and I could have done this. And she was like, your list of success needs to consist of two questions. One, is your baby alive and well and fed and did you take care of it? Two, are you alive and well and did you take care of yourself (laughs) today? She's like, if you can answer those two questions, you are a good mom. And so I, th- yeah. I love, like, what Jen said, and, like, so just to, like, tie back into that, like, you might be in this state where you're like, man, like, I just can't get anything done today, or, like, this was a crappy day, this was a crappy week, this was a crappy month, but that is okay. If you are consistently telling yourself, my life is crappy, I'm crappy, I can't get anything done, if you're consistently telling yourself that, that's one thing, but if you're just recognizing, like, you know what? I don't think I'll be able to get much done today, but what is something that I can do to create space for my feelings? That's, that's in my mind, productive. Even if it's not something being crossed off your to-do list or if it's not something that's helping you progress like financially or with like something else, if you are taking care of yourself, that really is the most important thing. I agree. And the fact Um, that you're alive, you're blessing the earth by existing. Yeah. I wanted to say one more thing. Um, when I wake up in the morning, um, some, on a day that I feel depressed, I won't always recognize it. 
but I'll mm. wake up and I'll be like, I don't want to wake up. And then it'll mm. click, oh, I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, oh, dear Ellie, like, I'm sorry that you're feeling depressed. Or I won't even apologize sometimes. But I'll just be like, oh, okay, give yourself, like, ten extra minutes in bed or something. Mm-hmm. Be um, compassionate with be yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. That's no, what I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna give a splurge for one more book and then we're going to freaking end this thing because I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm actually not. Um, but it's called um, Self-Compassion. It's the proof and power of being kind to yourself. Sounds and great. reading that book this summer revolutionized how I talk to myself. Because I used to be so hard on myself. And it literally talks about how to comfort and heal yourself in times of hurt. And it talks about having those types of conversations instead of being like, Oh, you're so dumb. Or, oh, you're so weak. Or, oh, you should have done this. It says, Well, Ella, like you had a hard day today but you still got out of bed and like maybe you didn't treat your mom like as good as you could have because like you're just having a rough day mentally but like you know she still loves you mm-hmm. and it's okay and it talks about like having these conversations where you're forgiving yourself oh, yeah. read all the books listen to all the podcasts there's resources out there for don't reason. let that overwhelm you though D- yeah but you're but okay. don't think though that like like that you're supposed to figure it out all on your own whether it's therapy a podcast or a book there's not a one like fix all yeah therapy is okay and medication's okay yeah but reach out to whatever resource speaks to you if it's yoga what if it's art whatever it is and let us know if you have any more questions we are here we love you so much bye bye